Tom Henjack is from the MacBet team. And Tom's boss, John McLeod, has been around racing circles for a long time. He had a birthday yesterday, did he? Tom, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Steve. How are you? Good. What did you get him? Oh, I didn't even know it was his birthday until I said Oh, good on you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm up, I'm up buying a coffee this morning. What do you buy a man that's got everything? He was on Elephants a few weeks ago, wasn't he, overseas? Yeah, he's been on a few holidays and whatnot. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got plenty, John. I don't, he doesn't need any presents, I reckon. I'll buy him a coffee or something. Fair enough. So there's one target race for you today at Eagle Farm. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's a pretty tricky day. Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to go uh, Liam uh, Birchley's horse in the first, um, Dream Smart. Um, it was hard to miss the the, uh, the race on debut. I think it was in an open age maiden at Dooman over 1,100. Um, the sectionals kind of say that they went along in front and like the leader, I think it was Bloodhawk and they came home in good sectionals. So it was just, I think it's just a really strong race and it was just visually, it was just hard to make ground from the back. And this horse ran some of the best sectionals of the entire meeting and older horses as a two year old. So back to its own age here, the map doesn't look kind to it. I think there doesn't look a whole lot of pressure up front, but I just think, um, it's got panels on these horses ability-wise. The favourite commanding artist, it does need to improve a fair bit off its first up run. I know it got run down by, um, I think it was Parkour down the outside there at Randwick. Uh, but commanding artist did have it pretty soft in front. So all the merit was with Parkour and those running on out wide and look for it to, it has to travel up now. I know Joe Ryan and, Sterling Alexia do a good job of travelling their horses up here historically, but visually I just thought it was a very plain run and it might get a soft lead again here, but I just think this Dream Smart's got some quality about it. Uh, there's a bit of rain around this morning, so whether the inside's the place to be as well for the favourite, that's a big question mark. Just at a dollar ninety, I think you've got to bet against it. I think it's more probably a two fifty, two sixty chance, and I think Dream Smart probably deserves to be favourite, and the rest of the field, look, I don't think they're much chop. So I'm pretty happy to play Dream Smart in the first, even if it's got to overcome a little bit of difficulty with the map. Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, um, Liam Birchley took her to Flemington, of course, for Oakstale. I was watching her closely, even though she was odds, but she was specked and uh, she was a late scratching. And as you said, her sectionals the other day, 34, 6, 8, 22, 8, 2, 11, 60. The only horse, other horse to get under 35 in that race was Two Wish that ran on for the Huddy. So, yeah, she was a $60,000 buy. So just one for you today, race 1-7. Yeah, and I think as I think um, was it either yourself or David might have interviewed Liam. Tony I'm about Golan to play a few comments, yeah, from Liam. Yeah, but you interviewed Tony Golan that morning with that two wish, and it sounded like he had a fairly big opinion of it as well. So to be running on with a four-year-old mare like that, it just um, yeah, it kind of put the writing on the wall that this thing might have a fair bit of ability. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Thanks. Yeah, Tom Henjack talking about Dream Smart. And as I said yesterday, um, I was surprised at the 460. There was such a gap between them. It's shortening now.